is row one, seat one. Well, this is nice. When did we start doing this? Nobody told me about this. I got everything stuck now. Do you have a card? You got COVID? It's over. COVID said, oh, I see you having a good season. It'd be a shame if I... I knocked over the microphone for those listening and not watching the video. Yeah. I'm going to, okay? Jada, I love you. Can't wait to see you, all right? <laughs> Luck is for dudes. Oh, there is no one on that Broncos team that I love more right now than Vaughn Miller. That man is an absolute goddamn legend. He could come into my house and fuck my wife, and I would say thank you very much, sir. Man to man? I don't know. The mayor of New Orleans <laughs> basically came out twirling the umbrella like, fuck Drew Brees and his wife. Who would you rather have sex with? We would be... I'm an island boy. I, I'm like this island boy. I picture Joey now on every Sunday watching Teddy Two Gloves, like that SpongeBob meme where he's like dried out with the eyes fucking like bloodshot. Like, what the fuck are you doing, Phil? Walk, walk. Yeah, what the fuck are you doing, Phil? Phil who? Phil who? You don't know who Philadelphia Collins is? Philadelphia Collins? Come no. on, man. You gotta Phil know, Collins? You gotta know Philadelphia Collins. The trail Park Boys. Oh, okay. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. See, I never get into Trail Park Boys. No, you know. Green eggs in It's a fucking classic, bro. Speaking of classics, this is another classic episode of Roll One Suit One. Thank you all for joining us right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. I am Joey Fats. This is Row One Seat One. With me, as always, Plizzy and Mr. Betancourt. What up? Hello. Full house tonight. Lot to talk about. Lot to get into. I'm excited for this show. Um, normally, I would be very nonplussed about the Celtics being in the finals, um, but here we are tonight, and I am I, I am just the opposite. No sound. I am. I am. Uh, what? We have no sound. No sound. No sound. Nope. I'm on, I'm I'm live right now. It's nothing. On what? On um. The guide, the guide, row one. You sure? Mm-hmm. I have it yeah, full blast right now. Duran just said it, no sound. Yep. Oh, God damn it. God damn it. I knew we were having something. Something happened. Oh, yeah, wait. Yeah, hold on. Yeah, there is no sound. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Ah. Yeah. We're getting there. Hang on. Is that better? No. Nope. nope. It's going to come out like full blast in like two seconds. Watch. I know. This is going to suck. <laughs> uh, oh, there we go. Well, well, that would be why. Maybe. All right. Now that should be. There There we go. That should do it. Okay. Is this on now? <laughs> How's okay. that? Um, it's the delay. The delay is The delay is juicy. It is bad. Somebody had a comment. Here it is. Nothing. It's back. All right. We're good. We got audio. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. No, Windows performed an update on my computer, and it uh, wreaked havoc on everything. Wait. I think we lost it again. Okay. No, we're Never good. Mind. All right. So, well, <laughs> hey, everybody. Thank you. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, for another absolutely classic episode of Row One Seat One right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide. Uh, I am your host, Joey Fats. With me, as always, Plizzy. Mr. Betancourt, well, uh, thank you all for joining us. Another sure, championship. Let me make sure Mixler is working, too. Yep, Mixler's working. Okay, cool. So we got that going for us. All right, so, yeah, we had some uh, 
we had we had some uh, <laughs> fuck you, Nick. We had so much. Uh, we had we had we had some technical difficulties to get through. That's why we're a little late getting on tonight. But we appreciate you sticking with us. Um, I'm excited for this show, and normally I would not be this excited for a show that is you know on the uh, on the on the brink mm. of a Celtics finals appearance. But I'm excited for this show for a lot of reasons. Mm. There's a lot of things I'm excited for. Yeah. I don't trust you. Not for the reasons you might think. Yeah, we all know Or why. for the exact reasons you might think. Scumbag, uh, you know why. But, uh, <laughs> you know, the phone number is 774-992-8702. You can give us a call uh, with your thoughts and feelings. We're going to talk about the Celtics and the Warriors, obviously. We'll recap the Eastern Conference Finals and what could have been, Jesus. what should have been. The worst series of the whole playoffs for the Celtics was that Eastern Conference Finals. It really was terrible. Just, just to watch. It was just hard to watch. Awful. It was pretty bad. Uh, so we'll get into that. We'll get into a little bit of OTA talk, a little bit of baseball talk. Um, hey, congratulations, Boston fans. I know you're all super excited to hear this. We're going to criticize some officials tonight, too. Uh, I know that's what you guys love the most. It's, uh, it's Boston fans' number one favorite thing in the whole wide fucking world is to criticize officials. So we'll do that, although it's going to be an MLB, and it's not going to be involving either any of your teams. But, um, it, you know. It's, How dare you? Miguel is a Diamondbacks fan. I, <laughs> I know you guys get, you know, you get your jollies off on the officials being uh, terrible. So we'll, uh, we'll, we'll dive into that a little bit, and uh, we'll do a little Motorsports Minute. We'll recap the greatest weekend in motorsports uh, of the year, which is Memorial Day weekend, because it leads off with the Formula One Monaco GP. Then you get the Indianapolis 500 midway through the day, and then you get Oops. the Coca-Cola 600 and NASCAR at night. And it is, if you like motorsports, man, I'm telling you, that is that is about as close to a football Sunday of racing that you will get. Yeah. Because you wake up at, well, I was up at 8 o'clock in the morning. My wife, I thought she was going to murder me on Saturday night when I got home. And I said, Alexa, set an alarm for 8.15 a.m. And she looks at me like, who the, what the, what the fucking fuck? That's who late. The, fuck do you think you are 8.15 on a Sunday? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm like, the race starts at 9. Now, keep in mind, I went out Saturday morning before work. I got bagels and locks. I got, you know, I got, you know, all the capers, the cream cheese. I got two bottles of champagne in the fridge, like, ready to go for mimosas. I got Bloody Mary supplies. Listen, Monaco is an event, all right? Apparently. You get up. It's like the best race on the circuit, pretty much. Well, the racing itself, eh, not that exciting. <laughs> however, however, yeah. the spectacle yeah. is insane because it's it's literally like a who's who of, of who's right. what. If you thought Miami was cool, this is like 10 times what Miami is, but us, like normal people watching, probably have no idea who the cameras are panning on because we don't know who, like, the billionaires are of, like, Europe and shit like that. Yeah, I have no I mean? clue. Yeah, exactly. So it's like big time, big shot, like, European, like, People, whatever, like I don't know, freaking Zah, like I don't know, some Russian, freaking Zah Russian. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, what some, the hell. some chic. Yeah, you know, some chic. Like, some mm. yeah. He's like, I have twelve seven forty sevens, and you're like, cool. Yeah, he's all like, that oil money and shit. Yeah, he's that. just like, I don't know, whatever. What about, gonna... what about Zangi from Street Fighter? He's like, he, in there? He's like each <laughs> one of my each one of my family gets their own private seven forty seven on the way to the. To the race, uh, but the money is—it's crazy. That shit doesn't even like like surprise me. No, of course not. But the racing itself is awesome. So you get up in the morning. So I'm like, I'm setting the alarm, and my wife is looking at me, and she's like, "How fucking selfish are you?" And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" She's like, 
setting alarms at 8.15 on days where we don't have to wake up to do anything is, she's like, I could, I could fucking divorce you right now. Like this, 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 like almost. I thought we were gonna come to blows over this. Eight, eight fifteen is not it's that, not that early. Because she didn't want to be disturbed, I, I, and I'm that's like, one thing, yeah. I'm like, okay, well, like I'll get up, I'll shut the alarm, you go back to bed. She's like, no. Once I wake up, I can't go back to sleep. And I'm like, well, sounds like a personal problem, <laughs> yeah. but Monaco is yeah. on. I'm okay, I am not getting up. I am not one. You guys know me. I am the last person in the fucking world. That is going to set an alarm at 8 a.m. or 8, any time before, I don't know, 10 o'clock right. on a day off didn't to I get s- up and do anything. Didn't I see you arguing somebody this week at like 4 a.m. on Facebook? <laughs> yes, because I hadn't gone to bed yet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, big difference. Big difference that does, staying up That happens late. all the time. I was like, yeah. I was like, did this say two hours ago? It's 6 a.m. Uh, yeah. See, I'm up at six in the morning anyway because I gotta let the dog out. It's usually crying about. Well, that's what that's what that's what the wife does. She has to get up. Like, and if the dog doesn't wake her up because she has to go out, my bitch ass cat will come in and she'll be like meow 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 and and like start like doing the little needy thing like on your chest to wake you up because she's like I'm fat and hungry. Feed me and you're like fuck off and she's like. I need food. And you're like, your bowl is full. And she's like, I meant treats, bitch. Like, come give me some treats. And you're like, God damn it. So she was, I, this almost came to blows. But my point was, is that Monaco is worth it. Getting up to watch Monaco yeah. is worth it. This year's race was interesting because it started off in a torrential downpour. Right, which sucked. Uh, which was not not great, but it was cool. Uh, do, and they, do they not race? I know no, shit they, about they this. No, they do. They Formula One typically races in the rain. What if it was a hurricane? Like, would they race then? I'm being well, dead they, ass serious. Well, they red flagged the, the race to start a little bit because they were. It was. It was so. The rain was coming down so heavy, and there were so many puddles that the rain tires were just kicking up these rooster tails, so you just couldn't see anything. Okay. Right. So you didn't know where you were on the track, and if you know anything about Formula One in Monaco, the tr- it's a street. It, it's a street course. It's, it's through it's, the I mean, city. It's through the city. That I do know. Yeah. So and it's very narrow. So it's yes. very hard to pass, very narrow, very, you know, and it's very quick at times. Mm-hmm. So it could be very dangerous if you can't see. How come I never see, like, any accidents about Monaco? I never hear about, like, guys getting into, like, big wrecks at Monaco. Uh, it's not that fast. So the cars are right. super safe. Like, it's not like Monza or, you know, certain areas of certain tracks that get really quick. What do you mean not that fast? Like, how fast are we talking? I think that the fastest part of Monaco, they top out at, like, 170. <laughs> Jesus. They even, I think that's through the, even through the fast. tunnel. I think 174 was the fastest coming through I the tunnel that I saw on Monday, fast, on yeah. Sunday. And that's the one spot on the track that they do it. It's not like they have multiple spots. Like I think one of the other tracks would be like Abu Dhabi or like another. I don't know. There's a few ones. I mean, Monza in Italy is is Qatar or something. Whatever. It's dubbed the Temple of Speed. Yeah. I have it on my iRacing. Okay. If you want to try it later, it's wicked fun. Mm. Yeah. It's just I would, I would smash haul, it all you, you just haul building. ass and you're like, holy Christ. Right. But like something like Indianapolis, for example, where the cars are doing 220 miles an hour, basically the entire way around the track um, is a lot faster than anything that that Formula One does. Um, right. But they red flagged the race a little bit in the early on and it was a little bit. Well, whatever. Who cares? Um, but the, the guys who are calling the race, which is funny, because usually if you know, you, you turn on like an American sporting event. Mm hmm. The people in the booth are like, you know, Tony Romo and Jim Nance aren't going to criticize the NFL and the NFL. Like if the NFL says like, hey, we got to stop this game because of, you know, and I don't know, insert a thing, whatever mm-hmm. it is. They're not going to be like, what do you mean we're stopping the game? We don't stop the game for another. We're the NFL. God damn it. We play through everything. <laughs> Fucking bug. Um, they, they don't stop for anything. They don't they won't criticize their employer, if you will. Okay. 
in Formula One, these guys in the booth, they were like ripping it apart. They were ripping the FIA, which is the the whatever federal international blah 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 Formula One blah 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 yeah. rules people. Um, and they were like, "This is bullshit." They're like, "This is Formula One. We race in any weather. It doesn't matter. We go out in the rain. We go out in the. It doesn't it, like whatever. Right. We get out there." They're like, this is what makes races interesting, and this is what makes Formula One fun. And it's because you go out in the elements, you know, if you know, a, a 900-horsepower car that weighs, like, what, fucking 1,200 pounds, um, that's, you know... That, even, if even. Yeah, yeah that's, uh, that's flying around in dry pavement is one thing. It's really hard to control. Then you add in some water, and things get real fucking interesting, yeah. uh, which they didn't do. So it was cool, but... Memorial Day weekend is always the best weekend for racing. It's just it's 9 a.m. to basically midnight of just wall to wall racing. No right. matter and and it's all three, uh, you know it, it's it's all three types, major types really with Formula Indy NASCAR. Right. So the three dis- you know, the three major disciplines are on full display, and it's just you know crown jewel after crown jewel after crown jewel. You know Monaco is a Formula One crown jewel event. The Indianapolis 500, obviously, it's everybody knows, has been going on for 106 years. Event. 250,000 people in the stands to watch that race this yeah, weekend. That's the one to win. Jeez. And then uh, you go down to Charlotte and the Coke, the Coke 600, um, which has been NAS- is NASCAR's longest race and has been one of their crown jewels forever. Mm-hmm. Also a lot of fun. So good times. I mean, it was a pretty pretty gnarly wreck in uh, in Charlotte. That was that was pretty cool. Got a, oh. One car got upside down in the infield and flipped nice. over a bunch of times. I didn't see any of it. It was cool. I uh, I actually I forgot. We'll we'll dive into Game Seven here uh, of the Eastern Conference Finals because I was so wrapped up in the Coke Six Hundred that I kind of forgot to turn over and check on Game Seven. I don't know how you do that. I just was I was I was He's enamored. I was enamored. True, true. That's not true. I have very many reasons to watch the Celtics. I know you do, uh, you but I was just I was enamored with with NASCAR because it's it's the first time running this 600 under with these new cars with the next gen cars and the strategies and everything else that I've known for the last 30 years of my life go completely out the window and it was a lot of fun. It was a really good race, a lot of good, a lot of good racing, um, and I, I it actually pulled me away from Game Seven of an Eastern Conference Final um, because I completely forgot to put it on. So. That being said, that's our Motorsports Minute. Feel free to comment if you'd like. Hmm. Um, let's dive into some basketball, boys. Well, that was the yeah. big – well, basketball, it feels like that's the only thing that's really on right now. I know we have baseball, but it feels like the basketball has been pretty much like the only thing that anyone really cares to talk about. No? Am I wrong here? It feels like baseball can't get, like, grasp headlines right now. Can, but when can baseball ever? I like, mean, seriously, ba- ba- baseball, we, we talk about Rob Manfred and how – awful he is at his job and what a terrible job they are like the Yankees are the first team to hit 30 wins on the season I think that happened like a week and a half ago uh Otani and and Trout were playing I think they're playing they played the sat was it this afternoon I don't know. or tonight they're playing right now not even sure Angels was it Angels Yankees or somebody I forget what it was Angels are playing somebody tonight I, I didn't even know I have, I've seen nothing it was on ESPN if I'm not mistaken or at least uh TNT or TBS one of those and I'm like Nope, never heard of it. Didn't didn't know it was there. Yep. Um, baseball does such a shit job marketing their sport and, pr- you know, propping these guys up. I mean, everybody should be running to their television to see what Shohei Otani is going to do tonight. Right. Literally everybody. We've never seen anything like this in our lifetimes. This is this Shohei Otani hasn't happened since Babe Ruth. And the entire country is just like, eh, Who's whatever. that? Steven A. Update, y'all. 
he should not be the face of baseball. You got to get an American guy in there. I was yeah. like, whoa. It's like, okay, Stephen A., like, well, you get it. You're racist, too. But, yeah, uh, you know. I know. I, I was mean, like, wow. Nobody's, no, nobody's, ever, nobody's ever accused of Stephen A. of not being racist, but that was pretty blatant. I mean, outright. we've had plenty of faces of baseball who are quote-unquote American guys, and, like, just no one gives a shit. Just Shohei is doing incredible right now. That's the only thing. Right. But I just feel like it's such like a like it's difficult for baseball to like grasp viewers. It doesn't even seem like even when the Red Sox are like hot right now, they're not doing great. Great, they started off so bad that they're like borderline five hundred still. And right everybody now. knows they're frauds. The East, I mean the East, the uh, the AL, especially the AL East, it's it's fairly weak. I mean Toronto and New York are probably going to run away with that. Tampa will be there, I guess. But Boston and Baltimore are going to bring up the rear. I mean, it's it's a weird time. Like they have a decent offense, but they just there's just the pitchings. Same as always to me. It just seems like the pitching is going to be a liability. Nick, going Nick to makes a good point in the chat. You know, baseball does need to get rid of the unwritten rules that were put there by, you know, fucking people who are three, four, five times our age. And I mean, four or five times our age dead. Yeah. And right. it's like, it's like, dude, like, I don't give a shit. Like, flip bats, talk shit. Like, let's like treat the MLB should play. They should they should come to one of our Sunday morning softball games. And trend more that direction than they do, you know, what they are right now. Because it's yeah. true. And Nick's absolutely right. It's boring. It's it's absolutely boring. I love baseball. I think baseball is one of, if not my favorite sports to, to play. But to watch it, when you have guys that are out there, there's, you know, you can't talk shit. You can't do this. You can't do that. All this nonsense. And then you've got just... Meh. And they think, well, that's an unwritten rule. It's like, bro... If the rule's not fucking in the books, I don't want to hear about it. I want to see bat flips and fist pumps yeah. and people pointing at and calling each other out. You know, do all that. Bat flips are my favorite. Do all that. I want that. We need more oh, of that. Baseball. Fucking huck when they throw it. You know what I mean? Like, the, Joey, the Joey Batista. Batista, the I'll Batista say one. That's notorious. my favorite one. The, launch it like that. Like, yeah. Get out of my head. Or, 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 fuck, or uh, Manny in 07 against the Angels. We just stood at the plate like this. Oh, I know. They drilled him the next game, I think. No, that was that was it. It was a walk-off. That was in the series. Was it? No, yeah. begin, no. the next season they saw him. They drilled him. I think, oh, I'm, sure, probably, I think I'm yeah. almost positive they did. They, I'm sure they did. But, again, it's like, who cares? Like, the man just slammed a ball over the monster to win a playoff series, and y'all are mad about it? Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. Yes, you should be mad about it. Don't go all Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving go over there and be like, oh, dog, I love you. I love you too, dog. We're a barbecue. That's gross. Uh, don't do that, but... Can you, can you read Derek's comment in the chat? <laughs> I, I love it. That was like... That was hysterical. <laughs> I mean, but that's but that's that's well within your right to pitch around him if you wanted to. Like, if somebody, like, celebrates or styles on you, you know, if they're flexing, then you... Yeah, you don't have to... You don't have to pitch to them. Dude, I, I wish... But that's within the game, though. That's like... That's you being like, all right, bitch, you ain't seeing shit for the rest of the game. I mean, granted, I would probably go out and take a fucking ball five feet outside and still like, smack it. Like, the... you yeah, need, I'm still going down. You need villains. I got, a, I got a bottle open. You need villains in baseball. You need the Barry Bonds. You need the Roger Clemens. Yes. You need guys. Fucking Jeff Kent, who didn't do steroids, but was just an asshole to people. You need villains like that. And Jeff, shit, Jeff Kent and Barry we, Bonds are the same we, team. We they hate each about, other. We talked about, uh, what is it, Josh? Was it Donaldson last week for the Yankees? Uh, Yeah. A professional he... agitator. Yes. That's what he does. Yes. And he got suspended for that one game. Because he called, uh, uh, what's his face there, Jackie. 
We talked about this whole yes. thing last yeah. week. Anderson. Yeah, but yeah. that wasn't that was no. like an out of context thing. I don't believe that, like he could have said a bunch of racist shit to other people. I have no idea. No, Tony Larusa, old white boomer. Yeah, made that situation a thousand times worse than it needed to be. But yeah, but I and I agree because he just said something like when they were all wearing forty two and he told him like, "Okay, Jackie." I'm like, "No, no, no, I no, no, really no. Didn't. He he he, re- he called himself Jackie. He referred to himself as he said, "I'm like the next Jackie Robinson. I'm going to change the game." Oh, okay, but and I then, thought that was, was wasn't like, that on Jackie Robinson? They were all wearing forty-two. No, 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 no. This oh, okay. he said this in an interview like two, three years ago, and so he calls him Jackie because obviously he gets it gets under his skin because he said something stupid like call yourself the next Barry Bonds, the next I don't know Greg Maddox, whatever you want to do. Right. But you kind of like Jackie Robinson is that's that's baseball royalty. Like, you just don't touch that. You don't touch Jackie Robinson. Nobody went through what Jackie Robinson went through. Mm -hmm. You just, so you just leave it alone. This kid was kind of fucking arrogant and pompous and was like, oh, I'm the next Jackie Robinson. He also happens to be African-American. So it was like, whoa, 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 hold, hold up, bro. (laughs) The whole reason why you're even here is because of Jackie Robinson. You will never have to do what Jackie Robinson did because what Jackie Robinson went through is extinct. It's never going to be a thing again. So you you calling yourself Jackie is like one of the most arrogant things you can do, and then you do that, and then on top of it, then you get mad. Yeah, that people because it's like for, I, I didn't use, understand I that use, one. I used the right. analogy last week. It's like if you if we're all sitting in a, uh, you know, we're let's say we all go out to lunch, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I I got I'm probably gonna go up to uh, uh where, where where did we go to lunch uh the other day? oh we went to a uh, uh, profile tavern up uh, on exit okay. eight on one forty we okay. went we went up there the other day say so say we go to profile tavern for lunch tomorrow mm-hmm. afternoon right we're sitting there we're watching the match which we'll talk about in a little bit uh we're watching the match and you guys we're talking and you know I'm just like you know what guys like you know and you're, you're hey fats hey fats hey fats hey guys you know what I don't want you calling me fats anymore my nickname's Diesel now like. You're like, wait, what? And you're like, and then you realize, like, no, no, he's serious. And you're like, no, 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 I want you to call me Diesel. Like, I, I don't want to be called fat anymore. It really doesn't. I don't think I'm fat. I, I think I'm more just a jacked motherfucker, and I just want you to call me Diesel. Mm-hmm. It is now your obligation to, like, refer to me as Poopsie or Fluffy or Cream Puff or whatever. Whatever the, whatever the antithesis of Diesel is, that's what you have to call me now. So if you... If somebody says, like, oh, I'm the next, you know, whatever, yeah, and this kid comes out and, like, oh, I'm the next Jackie. Okay, bro, I'm, I'm going to, okay, Jackie. Okay, Jackie. Yeah, I, I and I'm going to say it as, like an asshole. I right. didn't say that. I didn't see that whole comment as racist or disrespectful at all. It's just, like, almost like mocking, like, all right, Jackie. Like, you know right, what I mean? That's all it was. Exactly. I didn't see anything wrong with what Donaldson said. I don't know anything else about it. blown out of proportion to They always blow out of proportion. Because what makes more money than anything right now? Racist. Yeah, news. Yeah, I mean, come on, man. Like, Colin Kaepernick tried out for the Raiders last week, and it was, like, all the rage. And you still have people out there saying, like, well, I hope he gets an opportunity, man. The NFL really fucked him. It's no, seven years the, now. The NFL didn't fuck him. You know what the NFL did? The You, you know, he fucked himself. Okay? Right. Like, I hate this whole, like, oh, the NFL fucked him. No, no, the NFL didn't fuck him at all. They didn't fuck him at all. See, do you understand why I didn't want Josh McDaniels on my fucking <laughs> team? Because <laughs> he does dumb shit like this. Well, blame, well, blame, why would you do that? Blaine Gabbert did more to fuck Colin Kaepernick than the NFL did. I don't but, by being better at throwing why, the four. But pass why would the Raiders bring him in? What reason? 
Right. Because that PR. It's, it's a PR stunt at this point. A PR stunt. And it always has been, which now, is why I think he'd been black. Well, not blackball, but that's why nobody picked him up because it was a fucking public night. It was a because PR he, nightmare. Right. We've, we've, we've gone through this ad nauseum. He right. doesn't want to play football. He never has. Not since then. He wants to be a martyr and he wants to make his money doing other stuff. You know, he'd like to sit here. We went through this weeks ago when he was like, oh, well, you know, Nike picked me up and oh, they, they went up $6 billion in profit. No, no, they didn't actually. Um, that wasn't true or accurate. We provided the receipts and the, mm-hmm. and the numbers to, to prove that was that was false. But nonetheless, um, but baseball, back to baseball, this guy. So that whole thing was there was nothing racist about it. it no, it, it didn't it, sound it, like it at all to me. Absolutely nothing. But baseball's biggest issue, again, back to the unwritten rules thing, is you've got these unwritten rules where guys are, you know, apparently not allowed to pimp home runs or bat flip or do anything else, which anything is just seemingly is just so stupid to me. And then. You've got these over-officious umpires who somehow, some way, we keep falling into this trap and allowing baseball to think that we're here to see them. And, and I don't know, check this shit out. <laughs> this, this, I, I'm watching this for the first time. and I have not seen this either. All I did was saw a still photo of it, and it was about a guy stopping. It's about 37 seconds long. It's uh, an umpire being a psychopath as usual. Because well, everything is me, about the umps uh, now. Let me, let me put, throw it up on this other TV. Well, yeah, they've been having like a growing problem with that lately, haven't they? Like from what I, I hear, I mean, this isn't like one of the first. Do they all go? I to, don't know what it is, but it's something I, about I sw- this year. I swear to God, MLB must have brought in Joe West, and he's like, "Listen, I'm going to teach you kids the right way. It's about you. It's about gaining weight and being fat on TV. It's about how they look at you on TV." Umpire's <laughs> like, "That's right. Let's get in there and kick some ass." Yeah, throwing the most BS of calls around, from what I understand. Like, well, I this know. this was absolutely uh, obscene. This was yesterday or two days ago. This is the Diamondbacks, and uh, I'll, I'll preface it just by saying one thing: the uh, the pitcher on the mound gave like a like like a like a frustrated sigh of like, really, I'm not going to get that strike call. It was a really close call. Just like totally frustrated by it. It was just like right. To catch catcher throws the ball back to him. He turns around, walks back up the mound to the to the pitch uh, to the. The, the the top of the pitching mound. He's getting ready for the next pitch, and you'll see the video that we're going to provide right now. That's funny. Who is this against now? Who was it? Diamondbacks. Oh, Diamondbacks. Okay. So there you have it. I mean, there. That's but how pompous was so, the umpire, like laughing so at Toy Lavulo's yeah, face. Yeah. So let's let's break this down here real quick. So the pitcher makes a a, a motion that he's upset with the call, or he's he's not happy with the call. He doesn't argue, yell, bark at the umpire. He doesn't say anything. He's just like, really, like, and for all we know, he could have been. He could have just been saying, like, really, I missed that. Like, damn. Right. Right. Fuck. Like, I, I mean. I do it all the time. Come come play golf with me. Um, you will hear me berate myself for fucking four straight hours. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it doesn't matter. I could shoot a fucking 40 
on 18 holes and I would still be like, nah, you left six out there, you fat piece of shit. <laughs> and like, you know, like, what was it, like a couple weeks ago, I didn't realize the groundskeeper was right by, walking right up behind us and I like duffed my ball, like I chunked one on a par three off the tee. And I was like, Joe, can you get your head out of your ass, you fat fucking piece of shit? And I didn't realize, and I turned around, and this is groundskeeper, and she's walking toward it, and she's like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> oh, and then yeah, him, and, yeah. him, Nick, and Kyle are like, it's okay, you can laugh. In fact, if you want to join in, it's fine. And she's I like, remember that. She's like, nope, I don't know. I, we've all been there. Everybody yeah. has their days. I'm like, yeah, some of us more than others, apparently. And I was just like so mad at myself because she's over, She's over there cutting the lawn, you piece of shit. Yeah. Like, <laughs> cussing it out. At least you're playing right now. You I'm over here fucking working. You missed that fucking spot, you fucking bitch. Like... I'm thinking what she would be berating yes, herself yes, for. Yes, 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 But, yeah, um, but no, it's so, it, it's, this guy, like, makes a sighing, mo- like, like, God damn it, like, didn't get the call. And the umpire starts, like, walking out towards the pitcher, and the catcher, Herrera, just, like, steps in front and was like, no, 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 like, chill, man, like, chill. And, like, like, the fact that we have MLB players having to tell umps, like, yo, man, chill, 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 he didn't mean it like that. Like, this is the definition, like, umpires – to me, in baseball, are like they're the guys that they, they wanted to be cops when they were little, but they were going to become the cops that everyone hates. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they're the kind of cops that would write their own mom like a, a speeding ticket for yeah. 36 and the 35. Yeah. You know what I mean? And be like, ooh, that inspection sticker. <laughs> Sucks. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. Your taillight is out. They smash it with their billy club. He like, takes a penny. He checks to see if the, th- t- the treading in the tires. Yeah. yeah. Like, you got the micrometer out. They're, they're measuring the tint on the windows. It's like, dude, would you have anything fucking better to do? Like, get the fuck out of here. So, that's 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 basically how I feel about, co- like, these cops. Like, baseball umpires, if they were cops, would definitely be the type of cops that turn their body cam off when they were getting into, like, uh, they were about to get into a situation. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, I don't know this ump at all. I've, I've really, if I've ever seen this ump ever, this must be, like, he must be new to umping for the MLB. Umping. Umping. And he was about to, quote, unquote, charge the mound. Yeah. I've never seen an ump being like, I've had enough of this piece I, of shit. That's why I saw it, and I was like, what the fuck is But I forgot to click on it and, like, look at the story. But I'm Nick, so not only not only did we see AB call Cap trash, but we played the video on the show last week, bro. No, that was, like, three weeks ago now. Whatever, we played the video yeah, on the show. Yeah, that was a long ass yeah, time Yeah, that ago. was a couple weeks ago. Who's talking about that? Nick. Yeah, yeah. Like, did you guys see Cap AB call Cap trash? That's like a month ago, bro. I mean, we still have that thing. Pretty sure I saw the video right here. Apparently, we're not doing a good enough job of getting that video out there for the show. But <laughs> come on, Nick. Yeah, right. You definitely had to. Have seen yeah, it was shit on the Rowan page. Uh, yeah. Miguel did it. Yeah, Miguel. Miguel's good like that. Miguel. Uh, but anyway, I don't. It's probably. I mean, it's here. Whatever. Yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Either way. But uh, nonetheless, absolutely atrocious. Though I can't believe this shit's happening the, in uh, MLB. MLB. Like, I just. I, and I don't understand how the how Major League Baseball doesn't step in and like put a stop to this nonsense and just say, okay, like enough is enough, guys. Like, we get it. You're 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 here to control the game and like kind of keep the flow and and keep things in line. You don't want a circus out there, but these are professional athletes who are getting paid to play a game, who want to win said game and want to be good, and in fact get paid based on whether or not they do good or bad. That strike that you called the ball, that could be one of five calls this year that cost this man a bonus or some shit. Like you don't know. Can't we? For the life, for the life of me, like fine umpires, like it just shows, like if MLB is doing nothing about this, and the coaches, the players, everybody, the owners, 
you can't speak about umpires or or, um, or any of their calls because you'll get fined. But then Major League Baseball is basically backing them up, saying, like, well, they're doing a good job. Because baseball is trash from the top down with Rob Manfred, starting with Rob Manfred. He doesn't want the job. It's never not his did. fault. Never did. Never wanted the job. Doesn't want the job. Never wanted the job. Wishes he never got the job. He was. He's. I swear to God, Rob Manfred is driving the MLB into the ground intentionally so he will get fired. And the, and the owners are just like, now nah, you're doing good. Meh. Whatever. Kill yourself. See all that money we're getting from South America? With all these viewers? Yeah, this is great. 774-992-8702. That's the phone number if you want to give us a call. We're going to dive into the Celtics and the Heat here. Eastern Conference Finals recap. And then we're going to do a little finals preview. And that is the part I am looking forward to the most. Because yeah, the Eastern yeah, Conference yeah. Finals didn't really go the way I wanted them to. You know? I mean, they went how I expected them, right? Finals no, are going to... Did I not say I expected the Celtics to win because Miami is incapable of putting together two I games in a row? I didn't think Miami was going to lose. I thought they were going to win. They came back towards the end. I mean, like we were saying, the Celtics, I think, had what, a stretch of about 13. That was the max lead they had, I think, at one point. In game seven? Yeah. Uh, I think it got up to 15 for about 30 seconds. 15? Okay, so it was close. Yeah. So 15 to 13 points, and then they hovered around there, and then Miami would come crawling back. And Miami did that several times throughout the game, and right at the perfect moment, about two minutes left or so, they were on their drive coming back up to get real close. The Celtics could not fucking close games. No, I Period. was like, here we go. Here's Four, bullshit. Seven, seven minutes to go in the fourth quarter. And everyone looks at each other like, you got this? And everyone's like, no, you got it? Yeah. And everyone's just looking at each other like, I don't have it. And like, then Marcus Smart's like, I got it. Don't give it to that guy, okay? Please. I like Marcus Smart as a defensive player. I like him during the game. The last fucking guy to take the shot, get the ball out of his fucking hands. Please. Please. What was it you said uh, before the show? If you can reenact that skit from Stephen A. Smith from Saturday Night Live, Mario Chalmers, that whole Heat segment, <laughs> that should be redone with whoever that guy's name is. I can't think of the actor from Saturday Night Live. I apologize. Uh, Jay Farrow. Jay Farrow should reenact that right now. And instead of Mario Chalmers, it should be Marcus Smart should be nowhere near the ball in the last two minutes. Seriously. Marcus Smart should not have hands to touch a basketball in the fourth quarter of a Boston Celtics basketball competition. How yeah. many times in this goddamn NBA playoffs has Marcus Smart taken the last shot? What are you doing? Get this ball out of your hands. You're not the last shot taker. As much as you want to be that guy, you're not him. Right, but and this goes in and this and this alludes to what we'll uh, a part we'll get to here in a minute is that should be Tatum's job, right? Tatum Brown. Uh, no, it should be it should be Tatum's job. I Tatum's, would. Tatum, right? Is it not? Is Tatum not the centerpiece like we talked about of this yeah. team? Tatum is. Is Tatum not the guy? He's, is the, Tatum, he's the superstar. Is, is Tatum not the guy who plays for the Boston Celtics that was wearing a purple and gold sweatband on his arm? Hey, how does 24. he? Hey, hey, how do you feel? I understand who he was repping out there. How however, you, like this, that, that was to me that was very strange. And he's like, before the game, he texts Kobe's phone, and he's like, "I got you." First of all. That's a little random to do. Like, people will still do that. Like, whatever. I, whatever you want to believe in. I hope to God someone doesn't have that number. Be like, who the fuck is that? Vanessa, no, Vanessa's at their house in L.A. And she, feel, she hears the phone vibrate. And he's like, oh, she's like, which one of these bitches is still trying to hit him up, dumb cunt? Yeah, right. So <laughs> Don't they did, know? <laughs> but at the end of the game, him screenshotting it rubs me the wrong way. Just, like, leave it at, like, the, yeah, the armband. I don't like that shit. We'll, it get, it, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that in a second. So he's got a lot of maturing to do. Let's, I'm let's, so sick of, and not to cut you off, I'm extremely sick of the NBA players flopping. PJ, I had this discussion with Nick, and I'm not sure if you saw it on Facebook. PJ Tucker embarrasses 
all big men that play basketball from this series. P.J. Tucker is 6'5", 260 pounds playing basketball. I He moaned more than a, a softcore porno. He, he <laughs> ah, threw himself to the ground ah, all the time. And I'm like, what in the fuck is happening? Yeah, he drew some bullshit fouls. I was like, you fucking lose. And then I'm like, I'm it like. It sounded like the intro to more human than human. Yes. Him and Lowry do it. Oh, Lowry does it a lot, too. Lowry was flopping like a fat midget out there. Kyle, I'm sorry. Mike, Lowry. Yeah, he's he, a fucking He had douche. one. He had he had the best flop of the year when he went sliding on his back like fucking like 30 feet. <laughs> it was great. Uh, yeah, that was great. Uh, but then P.J. Tucker. That I'm was like, just amusing. Is, is he like embarrassed? Is he is that he's like one of those guys that wears like a T-shirt under a jersey, like a compression T-shirt? Like, what's going on there? Like, I have no idea. I, I don't know. Doesn't Cousins do that? Doesn't my, doesn't. Well, Cousins does it because he says he's hurt. Oh. I thought it was just one of those, like... P.J. Tucker was just like... The, the whole series, I'm just like, PJ why Tucker's... is this big man just throwing something going, uh, Yeah. And he's making, like, these Michael Jackson, like, soft sounds, like, uh. He's the type of dude to wear a T-shirt over. into a pool. That's what, that's what I'm saying. It was strange. And he was, like, hey, embarrassing hey, big man. Don't rip on people who wear swimming shirts, okay? Swimming but it was, shirt. But it was, it was, like, embarrassing how much he's flopping over. I'm like, man, you're embarrassing, like, It was bad. Guys. It was bad this whole year all around. I mean, especially just watching the Celtics games. Like I said, I've, I've called out Marcus Smart a bunch of times on flop, and I'm like, come on, you cut the shit. You know what I mean? But it's just like part of the game now, unfortunately. And some of the calls, I mean, you got Tatum literally with his hands up, backing up, and I think Tucker threw himself into him and bounced off of him like you could see he purposely did it, and he still got the fucking call, and I'm like, he didn't do anything, It's dude. the moans. But, but, I'm like, but you hear that, a big man moan gotta, like it, that. you got to remember, too, just because he's got his hands up and he's going like he's moving backwards doesn't mean he doesn't throw his hips into it a little bit or stand his ground and the feet are moving. There's different aspects of that because they're trying to sell it on the other side too. Like, oh, I didn't do nothing. Look at my hands. I didn't well, do nothing. Yeah, but Tatum pulled up way early and was out of the block and out of everything before. And then Tucker just went up with this like flail shot and then like they called the foul and I was like, you got to be fucking kidding Dude, me. Dude, I'm so I sick mean, of it. Yeah, welcome to the NBA. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, uh, it's been like this for the last yeah, 30 years. That's yeah. why I never complain about it. I was complaining about specifically PJ PJ Tucker because I was, I was like I was like you're embarrassing big people that play basketball. I'm like the way you're throwing yourself all over the ground and moaning like that. I'm like it's very embarrassing. Everybody else like Marcus Smart, Kyle Lowry, everybody throws himself. Oh my god! Like they would throw themselves like they get into like a car wreck, like they're right. uh, skateboarding, they just fall off like doing a grind and like right. explode into the ground. I've never seen like it, it feels like worse than ever, and it feels like there's been more foul calls this this postseason. But I just don't complain about it because I hate it. I hate the whole thing. I like I said, I gave up. I gave up bitching about the officials in 2008 when Leon Powell went to the foul line more and took more free throws than the entire Lakers team. I said, you know what? This isn't even worth it. It is what it is. They're gonna call what they're gonna call, and then I think the Lakers probably ended up getting it back like the next game or whatever it was, and like. You know, they're, they're, yeah. the the call the calls always like kind of just balance out, especially over a seven game series. Hundred percent. You know, don't I mean don't tell that to Boston fans. Boston fans will be like, that's bullshit. They're trying to fuck us. But, <laughs> but, I like how they're all Christian Bale. <laughs> they're trying to come after us. They're but like, to fuck I know Nick's in the chat right now. Nick, I'm not shitting on you because it's gonna sound like I'm shitting on you. But it's like, where have you guys been for like a decade? Like it's been this bad forever. That was my overall point this whole week. Yeah. It's, it's been awful. like this for it, it's been like this since I, as long as I can remember. At least a decade. I mean, At I least. used to bitch about it in like the early mid two thousands because you know, like you could go back to like that Lakers Kings Western Conference Finals, 
you know, that game seven where yeah. there were some pretty questionable calls that went in favor of the Lakers, and you're like, all right. I mean, granted, mm-hmm. the Lakers are the better team, so who cares? Go fuck yourself. I remember but- losing my mind on a Bynum call. I'm like, this fucking trash bag, haircut-looking motherfucker <laughs> is going to get this foul on Kendrick Perkins. Yeah. This motherfucker with his yee-yee-ass haircut. Like, uh, hey, he had it before it was popular. It's true. But, no, it's just I, I've given up on complaining about the officials. There's just no point. <laughs> There's just no point anymore. Right, it's just like right. you kind of just got to roll with it and just let it be what it is. And like some nights it's going to go your way, some nights it's not. Yeah. And you know, I got to that point until you night. get to a game seven. Like for example, what was the uh, what didn't they, they they the three they waved off a struce? Yeah. They waved yeah. they waved it off like and they showed one quick replay. Went to review it and they're like, "Yep, nope, it's a two. And then you look at the one replay they show, and you're like, "And he doesn't actually touch his, his heel. No, never came his down. His foot's not even on the line. Like, what are you talking about? Did they, can they double reverse that shit? Can no. you be like, oh, no. shit, wait, we watched the replay? No. Never mind.' But they, no, but they that's considered but, double jeopardy. No, but that's, but that's, and that's a problem the NBA has too. Is the NBA really should be more transparent? So think about with it. their they calls. But they, well, they, they, they touched the a, line. They, they showed a different angle from across the thing. He touched the line with his back foot. So did he though? Yeah, because they. Because the they only showed one quick replay from what I saw. From no. the front, and his heel didn't touch. His and I remember looking at him going, ooh, we got away with that one. I'm like, oh, well, fuck it. Yeah, I'm like, they, they waved that they off. Showed, like, right. uh, I'll see if I can send, the, send you the picture. They showed another angle, like the wide shot from like the other end of the court. And but can you? But is his heel down? I don't want to see. Uh, no, no. I'll show you. I'll show yeah. you what I see. And then, but my, I, but and again, again, it's again, like whatever. I don't, I don't know if it would have even changed the outcome of the game. It would have definitely helped the Heat because they lost by what you know that three that they lost by four. Yeah, but that Jimmy buckets three then probably you know might not have had to have been a three when they were down two. Correct. So right. you know it. Yeah, it definitely changed. It definitely listen. Different calls affect games in ways, but the outcomes usually end up being whatever they were going to be. Right. Regardless. So. Yeah, it's not like in football where you can have, like, one terrible call. Like, for example, like, just, you know, go back and look at the uh, the 2 National Championship game, Miami-Ohio State. You know, and, and uh, you know, they, there's the, the, the phantom pass interference call with the flag that came in 20 seconds after the play was over. And you're like, right. wait, what? Yeah, yeah. Like, there, there's that shit. But the NBA did not do a good job because they, they, they waved this three off. They say, nope, he, his foot stepped on the line. Yeah, he was that. out. And then you and you're like, wait, what? And then, well, where's the replay? Oh, sorry, we didn't have time to show you the replay. No, they showed it, but they Once. just they showed one. They showed, they showed it one time. They went and they reviewed it, and they never showed it again. I still remember. I believe I heard again, one of I'm those Celtics announcers say, "I don't know if he even stepped on the line." I remember him saying something. It was probably like biscuit. Uh, but I, I'm not saying again. I'm not saying it affected the outcome of the game. I'm not saying that was what determined the outcome of the game. Did it affect it? Yes. But did it did it determine the outcome? No. I don't think so. There was plenty of opportunities that the, you could go back throughout that game that the Heat had that you know would have made that null and void anyway, and it wouldn't have mattered. Well, yeah, of course, but I mean that's the difference between bitching about like you can sit there and put all oh, the Heat should have won that game. Granted, they made all their free throws. You know, I'll say they missed five, but it's like that's different than saying all oh, these calls were missed. You know what I'm saying? Like especially when now you have the ability to go back and challenge and look at the replays in basketball. Right, but who's cha- but the thing is is that call was challenged. Nobody challenged that call. The officials reviewed it. That was an but official I'm, I'm review. But I'm two different types so, of piss though. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying? Uh, I'm two different types. You're the head coach of your Celtics there. Um What's his last name? I can. God, Udonka. 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 Thank I you. can never say it pronounced. Udonka. I'm like I'm the like, same. Ime. Uh, yeah. I, I know. I'm like I'm like it's there's an M and an N. I, and I'm like, yeah, oh, that's the first name. I slept. Uh, Udonka. He he didn't challenge there's, that. There's no N. And of course, Spolstra. Udonka. <laughs> whatever. 
You Donka. I don't give a shit. Whatever. Donka. The guy that's about to get swept by the fucking Warriors. No. Coaches the go, all right, go ahead. I'm sorry. But uh, that this that he didn't challenge it. The the refs did. The refs reviewed it. The officials yeah, reviewed did. it. It was an official right, an review. An official review, right? So you're like, so wait, hold on. So you called it right. You called it on the court. It was good. And then you're like, wait, hold up. Let's go and check this real quick. And then you wave it off without showing, at least showing the audience any type of definitive, you know, evidence that it was the wrong call on the court. It's not a good look for the NBA. Like, the NBA has to have at least a little bit of self-awareness here and understanding that, look, people already don't trust us. I sent it. Did you? Yeah. Just just the one picture. I don't think it's a fact of, like, trust. Or, I mean, I don't no, know it's trust. It is. Yeah, but the heel's not on the ground. No, no, I think that's the other angle. That's the other angle they're saying. That's, that's definitely that's, what they're going to call on that. Yeah. But the other the other view that we saw was from the other side. like Right under next the to hoop, his foot. Under the hoop, yeah. like coming from the other angle. And it looked like his heel was up off of the ground with only his toes in bounds, and it didn't actually touch. No, I get what you're saying. So I was saying. like, oh, shit, and they waved that off? I was like, ee, I'm like, we got fucking lucky on that. I was going to say, can you slide a piece of paper under his foot there? Probably, but yeah. the, but the Celtics didn't chan- challenge it. I don't think the Celtics even knew that he was even that close to the line. The refs were like, "Oh, let's review this." Right, which is which is why it was not a good look. Yeah, it was it was strange. That's what I'm I wasn't gonna, I wasn't going to complain, but I was like, because, right, it went in Boston's favor, which you know kind of kills the whole narrative that the refs are always out trying to fuck us. Uh, we're the Celtics. Yeah, we won a bunch of championships in an 18 league 30 years hey, ago. All the calls end up balancing out. You said it. <laughs> I know. I'm just saying that Celtics fans shouldn't be bitching. They, they really they, they have no grounds to bitch here. Um, it's fun because fuck them. I'm going to send you a video. It has nothing to do with sports. It's like out of context. We can probably – I don't know if we can play it on. We can play it on there. Why not? Why couldn't we play it? It's, it's just, our show. We can play whatever the hell we want. <laughs> oh, God. It's just, fucked. It's just fucking hilarious. Wait, is this isn't them just, getting off the bus. I was going to say, is this the bus? No. No. I don't want to get – I don't think we could play. Sure. No, no, you can't play that. No, you cannot play that ever. No, yeah. no, nah, nah, I wasn't gonna. No, I have a fully pretty much. I just, I just play. sent it. It's only like thirty-three seconds, but you'll, you'll see the first picture and you'll be like, "Why am I playing this?" And if you just play it, you'll get it. Is this, is this from the game? Is this from the Celtics? This game? has nothing to do with sports at all. Oh, okay, hold on. No, <laughs> no, you have to either play it live. No, I'm gonna play it live. All right, because if you because you don't play it live, and you should stay here for this. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. I've already seen, I've seen this video, but I've seen different clips. Right, I like haven't. Different. So. Oh, they. I've seen different variations of it with like, like different things and like how this ends up turning out. It's actually people, people chopping at it pretty good. <laughs> I think what, what uh, no, I don't want to get what is the what I is the, what is the context of it? Just people complaining and how they relate to other things. So is this? Oh, so are you giving Fats ammo over here? As in, this is Boston Celtics? No, fans? no, okay, not at all. No, this is it. just this is just more like arguing with people on the internet, like who you're arguing uh, with. Right, I was like, what are you doing? Sean? All right, well, I'm gonna trust Sean's judgment on this one. We'll just play it. Ha <laughs> 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 
I saw that and I was like, someone had way too much time put this together. I have no yeah. idea. That has nothing to do with anything. Nope. That was perfect. That was that's exactly the kind of shit we need on this show. Yeah. That random ass fucking shit. <laughs> I mean, it's just like that's what like literally like when now I Now take that and make it sports fans and it's pretty much exactly what, what you got. Yeah, like <laughs> <laughs> I know it's on the other screen. Yeah. <laughs> the wall is going nuts. The walrus uh, to start was pretty good. But like it just good. like all of a sudden they just seemed like someone like this was like randomly and like a tweet thread and someone was just like yo this whole thread's like this yeah. and i just made me laugh and i was just like that's so true yeah it is. People just so, but, th- but that's the thing people just get on their high hours they complain and then that's it it's just becoming a- <laughs> i can't watch the animals on the side dude that was fucking great um, yeah, well. i'm glad you brought that to our attention um but anyway so let's let's play you this video so you know obviously we've got you know the 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 celtics win in game seven on the road We'll, we'll show Great you, road team. Which, and all, if all, all things considered, if this ball goes in, the Jimmy Butler fires up. It's over. I, both of you have said it's it's a wrap. I don't know if it would have been a wrap, but it would have been pretty damn close. Listen, Joey, I'm not. I've only been positive several times with my Boston teams when I definitely called the Patriots losing the Super Bowl to the Eagles, and I was like, I'm confident we'll lose the Super Bowl to the Eagles. And then I said, if Jimmy Butler makes that hit. That, that basket, it's over. Because yep. Ime would have been like, all right, let's all get together. Marcus, you taking a shot. <laughs> like, get the guy the fuck out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that is just. You heard it in the announcer's voice. For the lead. Yeah, that was. Oh, loose. Yeah. <laughs> that was heartbreaking for the Heat. That was. That was. You know what the Miami Heat just paid back? They just paid back for Ray Allen in two thousand and whatever twelve. Yeah, or whatever it was. actually, that's a great that's a great analogy. I forgot about they, that. They, that was that was them repaying the devil for for the deal they made uh, for Ray Allen to hit that shot against yeah, the Spurs. Yeah, that's a good way to put it. That's too funny. I remember seeing I'm, when that shot went up. I was like, oh fuck! I'm looking. I'm like, Horford's like six He's feet fucking off. Wide of open too. He's that's here. a. I mean, as wide open as a wide open look. Yeah. Gets. Well, Horford's like backpedaling back towards the key and like leaving, and I'm like. Oh shit! And he's got the wide open look, and I'm like, like I was, like I was explaining. I think I honestly feel if Jimmy Butler had maybe sat for like 30 seconds to a minute during any point in that game, that he maybe would have made that shot. He needed just that little bit more oomph on that shot. Yeah, he played shot. every second. Because I mean, of that there's game. what 14, 15 seconds left. That goes in. You're looking at like 14.1, 13.9 seconds left on the clock, and you're in the in the well. But the Heat are only up one at that point. He would only be up. I know, but I have no confidence because they'd give it to Marcus Smart to make the shot. Right. So let's so let's 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 uh, dribble back here a little bit uh, to the Jason Tatum thing. So obviously, Jason Tatum, your guy, yep, the guy that this Boston franchise is being built around. I'm just gonna put it out there. I'm just gonna say it like this: I have never been more happy that we fucked up and took the uh, the ball, brother. Over, or, and didn't get Tatum. Uh, I don't think I don't think you mean that yet. I don't think I'm telling Jason, I, don't, I don't think you've because Tatum you're, is you're, you're Tatum right. is his immature and soft, big immaturity issues, big and time. soft. I mean, he epitomizes oh. the softness of the NBA in 2022. The shoulder thing pissed me off to the, no between end. the faking of the injuries, 
the flopping, the disappearing acts that he's pulled throughout these playoffs. Yeah, he's very hot and cold. He's yeah. just, very. He, you're just like, wait, Jason Tatum. One night, it's Jason Tatum's a top five player in the league. To yeah. Jason Tatum was three for 17. Three for 12 and three yeah. for 15. I'm like, I know. I'm like, why, Jekyll, dude? Jekyll and Hyde. You're like, that shit. wait, what? So this guy is supposed to be your superstar? Listen, I know the Lakers aren't in a great position right now, although I do love the Darvin Ham hire. I know they're not in a great position roster-wise. I feel much better about the Lakers' potential going forward to winning a championship than I than I do the Celtics. Why? Because you're getting Kevin Durant in Be- like six weeks? Probably. But that's neither here nor there. <laughs> but the the bottom line is, is that I would never, ever in a million years want to have to build my franchise around Jason Tatum at this point in his career. Well, here's, And that is exactly what the Celtics are going to have to do. Here's my rebuttal to that. The only rebuttal I have is that that's our only hope right now. Yeah, Lonzo. Because sorry, thank you. I couldn't think of Lonzo's name. I was going to say that. I no, was like, I, I, I just remember, I, I keep, I was default. You said, the, you said the right ball brother. That's fine. I no. said, no, I said, uh, I said the ball brother. I said I couldn't think of Lonzo. And I, I always default to Lemoncello oh. in my head for some yeah. reason. Lamello. Yeah, yeah, Someone, someone's Lemoncello. calling in. There's no volume, though. Now there's volume. Weird. Joey Fast Radio, row one seat one. Hey Joey. Oh. If this is, is, my, my is this member, is this Dubs fan number one? Dubs super fan number one. Duffy making a reappearance on row one seat one. Wow. How can I you wanna, ne- I wanna say first of all hi to Sean and um your brother, right? That's your brother? Yep, yeah, Paul, what up? that's Plizzy. That's not him. What up? Um, What's going on? And secondly, I wanna say hi to Joey, our honorary member of Dub Nation for the next two weeks. We've got a spot for you at the front of the train. You're all set to go. <laughs> I'm right here, baby. So I, I, I might even, I might even go buy, I might even go buy a Clay Thompson jersey. You fucking should. Um, why, why don't second, you buy an Aisha Curry jersey? You guys were spot on about that referee shit. That's why I haven't said anything in like 15 years about refs because it's pointless. Yeah, it's it, it means absolutely nothing. It like, really is. They, it's it's, it's just, not going to change. It's just stupid. There's 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 no point, dude. Like, look, you we get it. Just flip a coin. Yeah, just flip the, a coin. It, it, basketball is so subjective, possession to possession, that there's you just know what I, it's I impossible. Think the referees I think the referees are like the college arrow. Mm. They're like, they like, like they give it to that team, and then they're like, "All right, shit." Now the next one, the next weird one's going to the other team. Yeah, but how, yeah, there's there's definitely a lot of makeup. How calls. often than not, though, do you see in any third and fourth quarter drive, a guy gets a quick rebound, throws it to the end of the court, someone's driving, they're in the paint, he goes for a layup, there's a guy contesting the layup, it's always a foul every single oh. time. Ninety percent of the time, it's an automatic foul every and time. I don't like. I don't like to admit this, but that bullshit ass offensive foul on Tatum and what was it, game six? Yes. Oh, good lord! I it doesn't saw matter. that. I'm yeah. not even. It's, even it's, an, it's annoying. Well, it's like, or, or how about the one where the where Al Horford dunked it in Giannis's eye, and then they were like, "Oh, was that a flagrant foul on on Horford?" Like, wait, what? He oh, just posterized this man, and you're trying to call him for a foul? Oh, they tried to call an offensive on Wiggins for uh, baptizing Luca the other night. Yeah, uh, they did actually. They did call yeah. an offensive foul yeah, for that. They're like sitting there, like what? It's because it was Luca. If it was anybody yeah. else, they're gonna be like, eh, it's blood. They're like, ah, Luca's kind of fat and white. We can get away with he's this. He's not even fat at all. He's chubby. He's, he's not even chubby. He's, you know, he, look, he has no definition. He's look. just there. He is he's the just, epitome of a dad bod. Yeah, he's a blob. He is, and it's great, and I love it. No definition he's, whatsoever. You just see nips and a belly button. Zion Williamson. <laughs> oh my god, dude! I I can't believe like I feel so bad for Zion. Zion Williamson is the new um, what's his name that the Trailblazers drafted? Shit. Well, well, it's Odin, but they Odin. Said he's thank you. Now. Huh? Say that again. 
they uh, they said he's cleared for activity. Yeah, like, of course he's cleared oh, for activity in the off season. Yeah, I mean, hopefully nothing happens this summer. But as you know, I mean, that's, nobody ever expected them to say that. You're gonna tell a fat <laughs> kid in New Orleans don't eat and stay in shape. He's like, okay, <laughs> he's just gonna go eat and just get hurt again. I would, I would give like a foot for him to go to the Knicks at this point. Like, oh, just do it. Why? Because it would just be such a perfect fit. No, I, because he'd be. So a, I could watch Side Talk New York once a week. Just a bunch of drunk New York idiots geeking out about Zion. Oh my game. God! Like that video of the Knicks fans that we played. They would that turn on him so one. fast. That was yeah. the opening night. Opening the night game time. one, they beat the Celtics, and they're like, "Fuck Tom Brady." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. What? Said, Fuck he doesn't even play for us anymore. Now, like a year and a half later. It's amazing. It was. It was so. Duffy, tell me what do you what do you think is going to happen in this series uh, with with the Dubs? I mean, you obviously you know my prediction: Dubs in three. Um, <laughs> and and I, I say that only half. I only I'm only half kidding when you I should, say that. You should actually go to Vegas and be like, I like to take the Warriors in three, and they're gonna be like, What the fuck are you talking about? Just all put right, all my money. So here's, all right, so here's my thing. I'll try to try to make this as short and sweet as possible. No, here's take your thing. time. No, take your time. Yeah. Um. All right. So well, I'll preface it by preface this by saying Dubs in five. Um, and I will just argue that, you know, it's funny because everyone wants to sit here and act like, you know, we had such an easy road and, you know, played the MVP of the league. Uh, you played, mean Antoine you, Walker played, wants played, to act like you had an easy road. Played the youngest team in the league who's fucking good. Like, I, if you haven't sat down and watched two or three Memphis Grizzlies game in a row, you are doing yourself a disservice. That is a top five fucking team in the league. Well, I mean, Ja, ja kills it. Ja, like as soon as, as soon as Ja went out, him. though, they, they without, had easy like, time. Even without Ja, though, they're still I expected a, a good sleepwalk team. without him. They're scary regardless. Like, well, they're young. Scarier with Ja, but they are fucking good. Like <laughs> it's crazy. And yeah, Memphis go isn't going Luka, anywhere anytime soon. <laughs> and then to go and beat Luca, so it's like you're gonna sit here and say that we had an easy road when it took you 14 games to beat no Chris Middleton and two games of no Lowry and two games of no Hero. Whenever that dumpster fire of a team Miami was called. Honestly, I think if Chris Middleton was on was playing the post series, I think the Celtics probably would have stopped right there. Oh yeah, me too. Right. Chris Middleton oh, makes definitely. a big difference. Yeah. Uh, what about that? What was it? what was the game where they were? They blow the game where there's no Jimmy Butler at home. They yep. blow the game yep. where they're up 14 in the fourth quarter to Milwaukee. I'm pretty sure it was at home. Duffy, no it's one, like, no one's gonna argue with that. This the Eastern Conference Finals was an atrocity to watch. It was a blowout either way. Every single game, it was a blowout for the Celtics, blowout for the Heat, blowout for the Celtics. It was back and forth. It was game hard. seven only got close at the very end. Yeah. And yet it was still better than our series because our series was over when we started it. So, Facts. But, it's just, but it, it, here's the thing, though. It's like everybody's like, I, I've been getting blown up in the last 48 hours by God knows how many fucking Celtics fans. It's ridiculous, which I expected. But <laughs> but here's the thing. It's like they're Tatum this, Tatum that. And it's like you don't think we can't throw Otto Porter and Draymond Green and Kevon Looney and Andrew Wiggins and Nemanja Belitza, all these guys at Tatum and Waves because we can and we will. Like – we're not scared. We we just took we just took Andrew Wiggins just locked up Luka Doncic. You think we give a fuck about Jason Tatum? No, I we agree. Not. I, no. I, I listen. If I'm the if I'm the Warriors, there is nothing about this Celtics team that scares me. Nothing. At nothing. All. The only you know thing what? that scares yeah, me. Right. The only thing that scares me is if they have one of those games like they did in the fi- in the Eastern Conference Finals where they shoot fifty five percent from behind the arc, and you're like, oh yeah. damn. Guess we're gonna have to match them, which we that can. Was- and will four. That's the one they'll win. Game three or four, they'll have a fun night. Boston will have a party. It'll be a great time. Good for them. No, but I, the they're going to be butt hurt. They're going to be butt hurt as hell when Kevon Looney's dropping his nuts on fucking Rob Williams. Like you, like man, y'all don't know. Y'all, I don't think Rob Williams is going to play. Y'all don't know about Looney. Y'all don't know about Wiggins. Like y'all don't know. Wiggins is quietly having 
an amazing year. Well, he's Wiggins playing. Was, he's right. he, he can be like hidden behind the talent on that team. But that's, that's what I'm that, saying. That's but, what he but needed. It, but the, that's but that's my point about Golden State is that Clay, Dre, and Steph are such a good trio. Yes. That all you have to do is find guys that are willing to fill in and play the roles that are assigned to them sure. and excel at them, and then they do, and it's a wrap. Golden State, listen, I said this preseason. I said I, I picked Golden State and the Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, mm-hmm. and I said that the Golden State was the only team in the West, if the Lakers showed up and played like they were supposed to and they were healthy and so on and so forth, that, that had a chance to beat that Lakers team. I, now, it I, turns out a lot of people had a chance to beat the Lakers, but that's – <laughs> Things went wildly off the rails, but my point about Golden State was tr- is still stands right now. That team is lethal. They are dangerous, and dude, they're going. They're in their six finals in eight years. Yeah, it's extremely. This impressive. isn't like this isn't some like flash in the pan pop up bullshit. Oh, they got lucky. No, this is a fucking dynasty that we're watching. Yeah, and the only thing I want to say, and Duffy brings up a lot of good points, is that if you had to go like and match everything up, Vegas currently right now has. Uh, the Warriors in six games. That's that's the most favored bet. So they think the majority of people believe that no basketball, the insiders believe that Warriors will win this in six games. That's the most favored bet. Uh, the second most favored bet is Warriors in seven. And after that, it's Celtics in six. So those are the top three bets in Vegas right now. It's it's uh, Warriors in six, Warriors in seven, Celtics in six. That's it. Those are the top three bets. After that, you have to really look at the matchup. And I think the two teams do match up well. Um, you have Golden State's offense is going to absolutely match up very well to um, the Celtics' defense. The one thing the Celtics have that might be a problem for the Warriors is that they have size. That's the only thing that the Warriors don't really have an answer that's for. The only the way, that's the only that's way they can it. win this game is if they attack Golden State down low. Bing, bingo. Oh. So if, if they attack with size, and even then, that, I don't, I it's going to be a difficult matchup, though, because you have to get – you have to do a lot of right. And, and, and well, the other problem is, is that even, okay, cool. You're gonna you're gonna attack down low. You're gonna slash to the basket. You're gonna get layups and dunks, and all this other stuff. And then Golden State's gonna come down, and they're gonna score three to your two. All right. So here, I have two things for that. Go ahead. Uh, I actually, that's, those are all really good points, and I can only counter the last one, Sean. And that is that we were the smaller team against Denver, and we were the worst team coming in rebounding. We were the smaller team against Memphis, and we were the worst team coming in rebounding. And we were the smaller team against Dallas, and we were the worst team in coming in rebounding. And we finished better than all three of them in rebounding in all three series. Oh, no, no. I, I completely agree with that. When the, when the playoffs started, Joey sat here and asked me, Joey's like, who are your finals candidates? I said Golden State, and I really believe that in the West. I said, oh, it's going to be Golden State. They, it just feels right. And then I, I foolishly said the Celtics because I said – you know, I'm kind of it was kind of by bias and homer because they caught fire at the end. They went, they were 25 and 25, and then they just like didn't lose. They lost like four games oh, after that. So I was were like, what? They were 100 and 100 at one point. Yeah, it was it was ridiculous. And then we get to a point where um, I was like, you know what? And I kept saying it in the show for the last month now. I'm like, this reminds me, this Celtics team reminds me of the Cincinnati Bengals team for the football season this year. Everything's going right right now. The coaching's going well. The defense is doing well. The offense is finally hitting on all cylinders. Everything's going well right mm-hmm. now. And I said, when they swept Brooklyn, I said, this is it. I said, they don't make it to the finals this year. you got to blow up the team. you got to do something because this is the oh, year. Yeah. And they, they, they beat Brooklyn easily. They beat uh, Giannis, the best player in the league, in seven. No offense. And then they they, they look like shit against the Heat, I'm but then they beat the Heat. That Giannis is the best player in the <laughs> I mean, Giannis did something no other person ever in basketball history could do in the playoffs. I don't know. He scored two hundred points I mean, and like did, did, a triple double. Did, did LeBron retire? I don't know. Maybe, no. maybe I'm just missing. Absolutely, Joey. Joey. No, get the fuck out of here with LeBron stuff. LeBron, <laughs> generational <laughs> player. Giannis this some year, best player in basketball. Come into a factor, man. I love LeBron, Joey. You know that at some point we got to consider the fact. 
fact that Giannis is like nine years, yeah, ten years younger than him. He's more than that, isn't he? Yeah, oh, like no. twelve years. Right? Maybe, yeah, know. maybe not that much more. But yeah, he's about a oh. yeah, get, get a good. good What's Giannis? Twenty six now, twenty seven. Twenty seven, twenty eight. So I, it's funny because my preseason prediction was um, Miami and uh, Golden State, and I missed it by one game. You wow. missed it by a Jimmy Butler three. I did, and, yeah. and it's funny because speaking of Miami, two players who I've loved my whole life who have tried their hardest to make me dislike them this year are Russell Westbrook and Kyle Lowry. Well, I, I, I mean, I hate both of those people. Yeah. So. I, I mean, I had I if it makes you guys feel any better, I had I had Lakers Nets in in the finals, and um they Ouch. they combined for a cumulative total of zero playoff wins this year. You yeah. had you had the Cowboys Yankees Duke pick. You were like, we're going Nets Lakers. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's gonna all work out. Nothing I mean, will go wrong. It should have worked out for the Lakers, but injuries and Russell Westbrook's head case didn't didn't help anything. West but. brick. Yeah. Brick. Hey, Joey, you remember that stat I sent you about the defense? I want to see if Sean and Plizzy know this real quick. Well, we don't know. Yeah, fire away. I'm probably not so, going to know. Sean and Plizzy, um, in the playoffs coming up until now, opponents, there's one player who ranks first, obviously, um, when defending at least 125 shots, all right? Opponents are shooting 37.5% when defended by this person, and he ranks first in the league throughout the playoffs with a minimum of 125 shots defended, one-on-one. -on -one. Can you guess who that player is? Is it Draven? Steph Curry. I was going to say Curry. Really? I was literally going to say Curry, yeah. See, I wouldn't have don't thought of Curry. Boy, he can defend. Yeah. So, yeah, so so don't believe the hype. The, the Golden State Warriors are a complete package. And, I, I mean, I know what Vegas is saying, and I know what Boston fans are saying. I'm telling you right now, if this series goes past five games and the Warriors don't win in five, I will be shocked. Right, you're never gonna. Vegas is never calling four or five. They're never doing. No, it. of course not. Would it? Would it? Four when KD swept LeBron. When KD and Steph swept LeBron, they never called that. So. No. Would I? But would I? Would I? Would I? Uh, would I be surprised if if Golden State swept them? No. Would I be surprised if it went six? Seven. I, I would a be surprised. A little bit, but not like oh my god, shot because you don't. You got to see how the games play out, right? Like. You yeah. don't you don't know if like all of a sudden like Clay rolls an ankle in the third quarter or something and you're like oh okay series, basically. Fuck. basically right. the Toronto series yep the the equalizer will be injuries and who can stay healthy if Golden's all things considered Golden oh, State I, and and the Celtics stay healthy or or what they have Golden State in five yeah definitely but I also don't want this to sound like I disrespect them I very much respect the Celtics for what they've done contrary to what it seems I do like not media. It, it, I mean, they're not going to win, but, like, I'll give them credit. I, at the end of the day, I mean, I'm a Duke guy, and I love Tatum, so it is what it is, but I don't want them to win. How did – how <laughs> did how, – uh, Duffy, how did you – Joey, maybe did you maybe you heard this, maybe you didn't. How did you feel about what Spolstra said about the Celtics after the Game 7 loss? What did he say? Spolstra's exact quote was when asked about the Celtics and the team and the youth and everything like that, he said – Spolstra said, you know, in today's NBA, I really appreciate they did things an old-school way where they drafted their guys – they let them have some horrible, devastating losses, and either those guys learn from those losses and have a breakthrough like they did today, or they have to just continue on and keep drafting, and they blow it up. And he goes, I respect – and it was, it was Spolstra, so I like Spolstra because Spolstra's been yeah, around forever. Been he around out, now, he yeah. outlasted LeBron. No one's ever done that. So he said something along the lines of, he goes, it's a very old-school way, the way the Boston Celtics were built. And he goes, I can appreciate that fact, and I hope more teams do that more. Which I, I kind of think may be the case, because you see, like you said, the Memphis team is very good. Uh, Dallas is very good. Dallas needs a little bit, a couple more players. Golden State's homegrown. I was going to say, Golden State's homegrown from the bottom Oh, up. no, Golden State's been homegrown. They just 
pick guys here and there. I mean, we had a we had a mercenary for a couple of years. It was no big deal. We got it. Yeah, KD came in target. for a couple. That was it. Hey, now he's out. Hey, KD might be asking to come back. KD's gone from Brooklyn. He's out, and so is Kyrie. They're both gone. Oh, he should. I would. I know he doesn't care what I think as a human being, but I would do whatever he needed. <laughs> <laughs> I just. I, I don't know. I wink, think, wink. I miss him so much. <laughs> I think I think KD just like that was like a huge fuck up in, to him. Like I can't believe he did that. I was so stupid. Yeah, I know. Could have. Sorry, Kyrie and Kyrie and KD will both look great in purple and gold next year. Why do you want Kyrie? Why do you want that ass cancer on your team? Because the guy is a fucking, fucking psycho. Awesome at basketball. Really? Because when he when doesn't he play, plays. he doesn't because play. LeBron, because LeBron's the only guy that can keep him in check. Really? Because he said yeah, he fuck to off to LeBron. LeBron the rest of his career. Yeah, well, he's going to go back. He's going to tuck his tail between his legs and come crawling back to Big Daddy LeBron. And LeBron's going to say, <laughs> that's a good little bitch. And now go do what I tell you to do. And AKD, hey, do you want to get in on this too? Because we could have KD, Kyrie, LeBron, and, and AD. It's basically you the Western need, Conference All Star no, Finals. You need uh, All Star They need the, K, Kyrie needs to go to a team that has nobody, just so he can realize like he's not the shit he thinks he is. Instead of being carried by everybody else around him, but the dude, he, but he is that good though. He is great on the court. You have to account for the whole player. He is a fucking lunatic now, off the court. Like, do like, I think? Do I think if you threw him like I don't know, let's say like you threw him in. Uh, I don't know. Uh, you, you know, in, in name a name a place. Fucking uh, Utah. Sacramento. Yeah, Sacramento. Sacramento. Throw him in Sacramento. Are, are, are the Kings going to the finals? Absolutely not. They're not even making the playoffs. They might. No. They might. Not even close. Kyrie and Demontis Sabonis and and Paul. I'll put them in the playoffs. Nope. They they'd be in the play-in game. Nope. You know why? Because Sabonis would probably kill himself before he gets to the playoffs. <laughs> He's like, nope. He'd be like this man in the locker room talking about dinosaurs not being real. <laughs> Get this guy the fuck out of here. All right. No, I swore to This was a great talk. I'm going to let you guys go. I feel like I've taken up a lot of your time. No, no, no. Good, hey, you're Warriors fan. It's, it's, it's the final. Duffy, uh, I expect – I expect you... Is Plizzy a Celtics guy or is it just um, is it just Sean? No, Plizzy's, no, Plizzy's, a, Plizzy's a Celtics guy. Plizzy's a, a right. lifelong Celtic fan. leave you with dreams of Andrew Wiggins haunting your life. Dude, I'm not – you know what? I'm not going to lie. Like, Andrew I'll, Wiggins doesn't bother me. Duffy, you got you to gotta, you gotta, – just to be clear, Plizzy and Sean are Celtics fans. They're not green teamers. Yeah, I'm not. No, I no, no. I've realized that. Big, big difference. I want to make sure we. I want to make sure that we start pronouncing that difference more uh, clear, more clearly yeah. on this now, show. Now, if it's Patriots, you say Sean, fucking psychopath. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that totally nah, yeah, other no, way. They're, they're legit Celtics fans, but you know, it's just I, it's funny. It's, it's funny that on a team with Steph Curry and Clay Thompson and Draymond Green and Jordan Poole that we have a number one overall pick that got swept off. But, you know, I feel like when I watched – and I've watched plenty of the playoff games because as soon as all the Celtics games have ended, it's always led right into the Golden State game. So I've watched a lot of the playoffs of the Golden State Warriors. See, and I've enjoyed – I respect that because, dude – sorry to interrupt. No, good. Like, dude, like, I respect the shit out of that. Like, you're not a green teamer. Like, I, I fuck with that because, like, so many people – have been texting me this last like week and they haven't watched a lick of Warriors basketball and it's like you don't know what you're talking about you you're just talking shit because you took 14 games to beat two injured teams you don't know what you're talking but at least you you fucking have some fucking you know substance you know what you're talking yeah, about yeah i don't I, I don't think i think it's like 60 40 the warriors o- over the celtics i'm kind of hoping like maybe they come up with some defensive shit and it kind of slows the warriors down cuz you never know like it's not the any yeah. given sunday analogy but like, shit can happen and you just never oh, fucking yeah. know i'm giving the celtics about a 5% chance of winning this oh, series fuck off. oh wait you did just remember you just, just remind me of something that's funny um, the last thing to make a point of um, they're not going to win because Steph needs his fourth and his finals MVP. And once he gets mm-hmm. that, then he's 
top ten of all time, and once he gets his fifth, then he's the fifth best player ever, and he's the best point guard ever. You can make you can make an argument that the Steph Curry's top ten all time right now before they even actually t- before he touches the ball in in this finals. He is, but this would, but the, the, a Finals MVP in another championship would solidify it. It would make it almost impossible to argue against. So here's and if you got five. That that's that's like you're looking at like Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Larry. And I'm uh, and, I, and I'm saying you could and and. I'm going to tell you why Duffy's onto something with that and putting and putting uh, tough. Steph it's that high up on the all-time list because we will look back at Steph 20 years from now and say he changed the game. How is his brother We're so gonna bad? We're going to look back at Steph 20 years from now the way we look at Wilt right now. He changed the game. Because he was the only unanimous MVP of all time. He shattered every single three-point record in existence. He's still shattering it. He shatters it every time he shoots he a three. Is sh- he is shitting on records left and right. five rings, a finals MVP, and two MVPs to that, then fuck, it's over. Yeah, like, I we, mean, uh, again, like, there's no, like, I'm sure you've heard Celtics fans, like, oh, I hate Giannis. I don't hate Giannis. I, I love Giannis. I wish there were more guys like that that played. Giannis. I, I don't care. No, I like Giannis. This guy um, with his gifs. I, I like Giannis. And then uh, the Heat, the only people I hate on the Heat was Kyle Lowry, because I think Kyle Lowry is just a scrub that gets lucky with people that, that play around him. Mike and then Lowry. And then P.J. Tucker. Dude, embarrass me. Like I feel like offended as, as someone over 250 pounds as well. Be like, <laughs> how dare you play like play that bad? Like, I don't know. The flopping killed me. But that's it. I don't hate anybody else. I don't hate anybody. Like I'm not going to watch Golden State and be like, I hate Draymond Green. I love Draymond Green. I like he's that's a psychopath. Good. Guys, that's the beauty of it for you guys is you get to watch and be like, ah, oh, Steph and Clay and Dre and look at Poole. He's so cool. I have to watch. Vibing on purpose? I have to go. There's that douchebag Marcus Smart that injured Steph for three weeks. Can't wait. That wasn't intentional. Stomped him. I, I didn't say it was intentional, but it annoyed me and I had him oh, on my okay. fantasy. All right, <laughs> I was like, he was going for a uh, uh, loose ball. I was like, it was unintentional. I know, but he was on my fantasy team too. That's fine, yeah. I'm like that. I'm a bitter piece of shit sometimes randomly. We all are. I'm going to call back later on in the week after a game or two. Take it easy. All right, man. Take it easy. Thanks for having me. Great Thanks, call. Man. Like me. I'm a bitter piece of awesome shit. Awesome call. That, many- so for those who those who are listening, that is Super Dubs fan A number one. The number one Warriors fan, at least on this side of the Mississippi. He owns Aisha Curry jersey. Duffy. Xavier Duffy. That's a jersey you should get. Aisha Curry. That'd be fucking hilarious. I got Riley Curry as my profile pick already. Isn't Aisha the wife? Yeah, but yeah. I got Riley. I got Riley. I got the annoying, like, scowling Riley. I don't know, but a grown-ass man wearing, like, I a love 10-year-old that. I, jersey. I don't know why I loved I, that picture. Like, I literally cackled She's so many loud. memes. I don't know. talk my dad like that. Yeah, like, I now. mean, even Family Guy did a Riley Curry thing. Yeah. Like, it was fucking awesome. 774-992-8702. Uh, we're talking Eastern Conference Finals. We're talking the Finals, Celtics, Warriors. I got the dubs in five. I would pick them in three if I could, but they've got to play a fourth game, so I'm gonna, can't I'm gonna be, do it. I'm going to be honest with you. I'm saying the Celtics in seven because I'm hopeful. I really want I really want the Celtics to win for Al Horford. I still think – I've said Ugh. it earlier. Shut up. I still think – Fucking average Al. Why does everybody have such a boner for average Al? Because, I fucking like Al Horford, because man. Because you know why? The dude is just like a hard-ass worker. He's a hawk once. Fuck you. The guy's just a hard-ass worker. He never bitches. He never complains. He just goes in there. He's like, we got to do this. we got to do this. And the guy's like... Yeah, maybe Tatum should take some lessons. Exactly. That's what I was going to say. If, like, the Celtics lose this series, I'm going to be like, they're still fucking young. The immaturity issues, still very rampant with Jalen and Tatum. Smart, I think, is a little bit more mature, but Smart throws his body all around like he's getting, like, exploded in, like, an action movie. Yeah. Um, But I, I just really... I. So, hope they win for Horford. But you know what? We'll probably lose every home game, 
and win every away game. So here's how this series is going to go and, and how I envision this series going leading up to it starting on Thursday night. The Warriors are going to win their first two at home. I don't think they're going to be blowouts in either way because I think Boston somehow, some way, actually manages to play Golden State pretty well. I just think right now Golden State is rolling. Clay is starting to look like Clay. Looney and Wiggins have found their 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 niche, their homes. Steph is playing out of his mind. Dre is Dre. They're, the Warriors are rolling. All right, and I think for the Celtics to go to the West Coast and they're going to play a team now that has five guys that can score the basketball from basically anywhere on the court, and they haven't faced that. They got lucky with 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 uh with with, with Middleton being out. Like Duffy point, pointed out in the last call, they missed. They had two games, no Tyler Harrow. Jimmy Butler was out. Mike Lowry was out. Mike Kyle Lowry. I know it's Kyle. I know it's Kyle. Mike Lowry. But it's yeah. Mike Lowry. <laughs> uh, I just – like, he just needs a – we need a Marcus Bennett to go with Mike Lowry. Also uh, – But my point is that mm-hmm. – so I think Golden State's going to win the first two. I think they're going to come into Boston game three. I think they're going to win a close, tight game three. Mm-hmm. I think game Good. four, the Celtics' pride is going to show through, and they're going to say, not in our house. Not in our house. And they're going to win game four, and they're probably going to win it fairly comfortably. They're going to go back to Oakland for game five, and they're going to get stomped by 30. Uh, I'm actually going to disagree with you. I think probably – the Warriors probably kick our ass at home because we're not a good home team at all. No, we haven't shown that. suck at home. We're great maybe, on the road. Right, maybe, 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 maybe. But I, I'm just saying, I just that's how I can see this series going. That's how I can see it getting to five because I just don't think the Celtics are going to – they have too much pride and they are too well-coached, talented, all these things to allow themselves, them to be, themselves to be swept mm-hmm. by the Golden State Warriors in the finals. That being said, yeah, they don't get swept. Up, if the Warriors get on a run and they start going off, I don't. Jason Tatum might be the softest superstar I've ever seen in my life. Yeah, he knew, he reads to really mature a lot more. Well, he's got to do it quick. Like I mean, this man <laughs> came out. Do it this quick, man, bro. this man came out in a game seven of a Boston Celtics Eastern Conference Finals wearing Laker colored armbands. Yeah, because it's like his mentor. I, I get it. I get the whole Kobe mentor thing, but bruh, bruh. You you clearly don't understand what being a Celtic is all about. It's, you it, clearly don't get it, and for you not to be able to get that, that leaves me to uh, that leaves the door open for me to question a lot about what you do and do not get. That being said, the public the public the publicizing of the screenshot to Kobe's phone yeah I don't like that was so fucking cringeworthy, it hurt. Listen, Kobe's my dude. Kobe's probably the only reason why I even like basketball at this point in my life. I mean, seriously, I was yeah, I, I was too young to really latch on to the like you know Magic and Rambus and and Kareem and all them. They were they were at their they were on their last legs by my was, fifth birthday. Yeah, I was too young. You know, uh, I only knew what they were because Dad would just put it on for for me instead of watching Sesame Street. You know, I would sit there and watch Celtics highlights, and there happened to be a lot of Lakers mixed in back then. So I got to know them. I had my eat. My favorite team was the Lakers. My favorite team in the East was the Pistons, mostly because it pissed off Dad. But that was just about it. When he didn't, but it didn't matter. The 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 the, the Jordan era didn't do it for me. It wasn't until Kobe came along that I really gravitated back to basketball, and I started because I had somebody to root for. 
You know, it's like I got lucky when John Elway retired. Peyton Manning stepped in and became kind of my next favorite player. Right. You know, it was like I had I, I've been lucky over the last 30 years to have players that I've rooted so hard for players and they happen to play for my favorite team. You know, it's like, OK, cool. Like, you know, Peyton Manning was my favorite player who ended up playing for my favorite team. But Kobe played for my favorite team. He was my favorite player on my favorite team his entire career. And it was a wonderful 20-year run. It was, it was just fucking awesome. Loved every single second of it. I still remember sitting there at my apartment watching Kobe's last game when he went off for 60. And we're just falling off the fucking couch like, you got to be fucking kidding me. Every shot's going up, it's going in. And we're just having a blast. I love Kobe Bryant. That is my that, – that's about – he's literally, like I said, one of the only reasons why I still even care about basketball. Because right now, I honestly, as a fan – I love LeBron as a basketball player, but with social media and all the off-court stuff, it's really tough for me sometimes to be able to separate the art from the artist. Mm-hmm. You know, especially you knowing, know too much, especially knowing what I do for a living and knowing that LeBron would probably rather me be dead than you know than than exist because of what I chose as a profession. Seeing behind the curtain is not always what it's cracked up to be. No, and uh, again, it's it's like the it's like the Seinfeld episode. Uh, with the with the with the lib- the the librarian uh, with the, you know the book fan, and he says, you know, I liked it better when librarians lived their lives in secret and nobody knew who the librarians were and nobody talked about them or whatever it was like the librarians like everybody knew who the librarian was but you didn't know anything about the librarian. He's like, and it, it go it's you got to watch it. I'm butchering the the, the no, whole. No, no, I know. Quote, I... But it was basically like, we see you at work, we love your pretty face, and you help us. And we have no idea what you do behind closed doors in your own free time, and that's the way it should be. Hmm. I and I liked and, and and that's sort of true with 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 athletes now. Like mm-hmm. I don't really want to know what at my athlete, my favorite athletes' politics are, what don't their care. what their opinions on the Second Amendment are, what their opinions on abortion are. I don't care. I honestly don't care. The only people whose opinions I care about on those things are a the people who are I consider closest to me, and b me and my wife who lives under the same roof. That's about it. That's all you really need to know, right? And so, all this being all this being said, I get Tatum's, you know, wanting to be like, oh, Kobe, he was my mentor, and he's not here now, and I'm in the finals, and I'm doing this for him, and and all that shit, bro. Keep that shit to yourself. Yeah, seriously. I, I, I mean, agree more. even as a and especially as a Boston Celtic, oh, like because it. if they, there is not a goddamn chance in fucking hell that Kobe Bryant. Let's say Larry Bird was Kobe Bryant's mentor. Kobe There's no that. way in fucking hell Kobe's showing up to the finals in 2000 wearing a fucking thir- a green and white 33 armband. Not um, happening, bro. You, you know you know what's really cool about what you just said? I watch a lot of like those reels on YouTube, and it has a lot of sports reels come through. Mm-hmm. And one of them recent was Michael Jordan talking at Kobe's uh, funeral uh, arrangement. And he said he talked about a recent time, and he goes, he goes, Kobe was in the year, like in the league about like five, six years at that point. He'd already won a couple of championships, and – he goes, I just happened to, like, fly out and run into Kobe, like, out in L.A. And I'm like, hey, what's going on? Like, hey, you do good last season. And Kobe's like, you got your sneakers? And Jordan's like, what? He goes, you got your sneakers? And Jordan's like, nah, I'm not out here to play. And he goes, it just showed me the mindset that, you know, he looked up to me. and he, he knew I knew he looked up to me, but he always in his mind was just like, hey, I'm going to play one of, my, one of, like, the greatest people I've ever watched, and I'm going to try to beat him just in an off yeah. day. 
but he never had to say that shit out loud. You know what I mean? Like right. that's what I, I like. Kobe I never like, came out and said that. Like you didn't. You you would hear about those things, but you never. He never was out there, like you know, in front of a camera on ESPN, saying like, "Oh man, yeah, I love Michael Jordan, but I want to beat Michael Jordan." I mean, we we've all seen the side by side YouTube video of Jordan and Kobe. They, Kobe was a carbon copy of Michael Jordan, which is why I think it's just so preposterous that people just put Jordan like on this pedestal above everybody else as if Kobe didn't do almost exactly the same shit throughout his career that Jordan did. Like, yeah, they're they're not going to have, you know, J- Jordan had more success. He had one more championship and I still will, you know, I will probably, I don't know. I, I, I don't know how I'm going to feel when ESPN does the 30 for 30 about the Chris Paul trade and the, the, yeah. that, that wasn't and that that cost Kobe and Chris Paul probably at least two championships. But you're, you're going to be the Chris Paul gif when he's in Houston in the playoffs. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to love that 30 for 30 because it's going to validate everything that I've thought and felt for the last, what, 10, 11 years now. And I'm also going to be fuming knowing that Kobe could have retired with seven rings, tied Robert Ory, and beaten Jordan. And Chris Paul would have had to. And the franchise, the trajectory of the franchise, everything would have just been completely changed. I, I understand wholeheartedly. If it's, if ands and what's, I love it. I love that. If I do too. I, I really do. I, if I David love, Tyree doesn't catch that helmet pass, undefeated season, Brady has Brady has seven rings as a Patriot. And then I'm like, yeah. No, there's no one coming that for me. I'm like, I don't fucking care. He's the greatest quarterback in ever in my yeah. mind. Like, I still think that shit. But at the same time, I'm like, it's like more validation in your mind. Like, you do those what if scenarios all right, the time. Right, of course. But you live in the real world of like the aftermath of it, and it just like small things piss you off. I can't watch that Super Bowl. I it sucks. I can't watch. I watched every other Super Bowl loss. I've watched. I can't yeah. watch that one. It just pisses me off too much. I watched the highlights of it yesterday. No, no, I, don't, I don't want to know. See, I can't on. watch the Falcons Patriots Super Bowl. That one pisses me off too much. Oh, I changed, and it's not I, even my team. I changed the I channel. Can't. I changed the channel. I'm like bullshit. I've seen that like 15, I, yeah. I kid you not. I've seen that like 15 times. Yeah, I'm not even a Falcons fan. I don't mind the Falcons. I don't. You know, they're a cool team. I legit feel bad for Rob. Rob was like, I don't think I like Rob. I worked with at the time, and he's a Falcons fan. Uh, we worked together. And he literally wouldn't talk about sports for like three months. Yeah, that's a rough one, man. I still can't watch that game. I turn it off. I don't I see it. I'm like, fuck that game. As just simply a Patriot hater and not a Falcons fan, I, I honestly, knowing how upset that game made me, I still, for the life of me, cannot figure out how you could be a Falcons fan living in New England and not, not just want to kill yourself. I, I really don't. No, I don't know what I, I mean. I would have probably committed a felony that night if I was a Falcons. Fan. I I'll I'll tell you what. I still go on. Fairly to, certain I came pretty close on several occasions. I still go on to World Star and I log on that date and I just watch watch the uploaded videos of people like pulling out guns and shooting their TVs. I love that shit. <laughs> there are so many videos of people like taking their TVs and throwing them out the window. People yep. throwing like macaroni and cheese around the house and shit like that like it's like the best videos of all yeah, time that was yeah it was it was one of the worst i mean i just i i know uh, like i said i know how mad it made me i can't imagine being a falcons fan but yeah. 774-992-8702 we're gonna uh, put a happy little bow on this here uh show for tonight uh anything left what did we miss did we miss anything? I, I sent i sent you a fat celtics fan we covered motorsports minute like pretty much right off the rip um, we did all things Celtics, which we should. We even touched on the MLB. Um, I'm pretty sure this man is drunk. If he's not, he's mentally don't really challenged. Think I there's feel anything bad. Else current right now going on. Uh, one thing I did see actually, and it's this is football related, and I just wanted I want to bring this up because 
it 110% uh, validates my hatred of Teddy Bridgewater and Teddy Two Gloves. So what, what happened? Let me see. Hold on. Let me uh, let me send you this. Let me send. Let me let me put this graph up. Let me show you. This is a what now? What'd you call it? This validates my hatred of Teddy Two Gloves. Oh, okay. Let me uh, let me let me send this to you guys. I'll send this to the chat and I'll put it up. Is it just a picture? It's a graph, uh, and it depicts. Oh. Uh, it's a it's a very telling graph. I think I've seen this one. And this is why I was so fucking irate last year. Uh, when we announced uh, that we the Denver Broncos announced Drew Locke as the backup to Teddy Bridgewater. <laughs> Um. So, are you posting up the the, the yeah? The I'm, gonna graph do, right I'm, now? Gonna, I'm gonna do the fat Celtics fan, and I'm gonna do the graph. All right, let's see here. Hold on, I gotta get this. Do do do. <laughs> Death by snoo snoo. Did you see Sean the uh, the plus size model? No, that was on the cover of Sports Illustrated last week. No, no, that was two weeks ago. I didn't two see it. Ago, still. Yeah, she's pretty. She's actually pretty attractive. Yeah. Uh, so take a look at this graph. Okay, so this graph is average yards of the, the that the football traveled past the sticks on third and fourth down. Damn, what the fuck, Mac? What? Mac's like below halfway. This oh, is, this yeah. This not fucking throwing. Yeah. Uh, but if you notice, Jared Goff is uh, dead bottom. Because he's shit. Sam Darnold. Shit. Davis Mills. People love him. I don't know why. Jimmy Garoppolo. Ugh. And then you had Teddy Bridgewater. Teddy Bridgewater. What did I say last year about Teddy fucking Bridgewater on third and fourth and third down passing? Do you remember me ranting and raving about, I swear to God, if Teddy Bridgewater throws it behind the motherfucking sticks on third down and tries to throw a screen pass on third and seven one more fucking time, I am going to flip my fucking shit. Well, here it is, ladies and gentlemen. Here it is in the flesh. You can now see your boy Fats was dead ass right, uh, as usual, about this motherfucker. And look who happens to be number one. Average went from, yards past the sticks on third and fourth down. You went from a dude who throws it negative yards on third down to the guy who just says, fuck it, I'm going to throw it 50 yards down the field. Pretty much. <laughs> and I couldn't be happier. And look at the, But look at the top of that list. You've got... You've got Russ A-Rod, Stafford, Dak, Kyler Murray, Derek Carr, fucking Tua, for Christ's sakes. Listen. That's crazy. Hurts, Mahomes, uh, uh, Herbert. I'm not – listen, I'm not saying – This is not completions, though, FYI. No, it's not. It's I average know. yards past the stick. So I'm not – again, this is not a tell-all graph, except it is a tell-all – Because Tua's dog shit. Bullshit, horrendous, fuck you, Teddy Bridgewater. I have never been fucking happier – to be rid of a quarterback. I wasn't even this happy when we got rid of Joe Flacco or Case Keenum. Wow. Yes, you were. No, I wasn't. Well, I yeah, you also know I who you're bringing loathe. back on, too. So it's like, yeah, but yeah, I, wanted, I wanted Drew Locke. I wanted Locke. If they had given, and this is, and I hope, and I hope, I hope Drew Locke goes to Seattle this year, and I hope he fucking rips it up. I would be actually almost welcoming an 0-1 start for the Broncos if Drew Locke goes out and throws like six touchdowns against us in week one. I mean, nah, you don't want that. All right, fine. The Broncos win 49-47, but Drew Locke throws five. There you go. All right, work. 
Yeah, because you don't want Russ coming out and losing bet. your first game. You know what I mean? No, especially not coming his, out the especially game not like in his that. Re- especially not in his return. I can tell you that 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 graph, if that was like the end all be all graph, it doesn't look very good for the Colts, seeing as how Wentz was like middle of the pack there, and Matt Ryan was just the first guy above the negative or the you know let, yeah negative but, yards. But let me be honest with you, who was he throwing to last year? Yeah, I know. And he was getting the fuck beat out of him. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you got to take that into account too. True. The Colts are going to be fucking serious. All right, do you yep. want to do uh, do this uh, do this fat Celtics fan? Yeah, I think he, I'm pretty positive he's drunk. Oh, oh really? <laughs> oh, we have another video. Yeah, last one. Sick. All right, last one. You just play it again. That it man, made me laugh. This man embodies every sports fan ever. He is definitely shitted. Cheeks are all flush and shit. Yeah, he is like he's, he's gonna have like a massive heart he is attack or pass out. Toasted. He I is, need it. He is definitely toasted. Did you hear yeah. what he said? I haven't seen. We haven't been to the finals since I was seven. Yeah. <laughs> like, seven like, when I said the Celtics were in the finals, I was seven years old, and it's like, okay, yeah. Well, actually, no. Technically, that was last time they won. What about because I, they went back to the finals two they years lost, later? And but lost um, to my Lakers. What's that cocky kid that Barstool Sports always goes to? He was born in the year 2000. He's like, I've only seen like 15 championships in my city. And he just holds a sign at the parades. And he looks all upset. No, I have the no, cocky ass I, I know kid. exactly what you're talking about. I can't remember. And the family has actually received death threats in the mail. <laughs> They've talked about it. <laughs> That's actually mad funny. That's fucked up. Yeah. Like the family's getting death threats for like 12 year old kid being like, this sucks. I'm only, this is only my 15th championship. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Uh, do you guys want to? We'll, we'll put a pin in it there. We'll, we'll take it there. So yeah, no, that's uh, fucking happening. This sucks. I got. I hate, uh, hate this well, they, I mean, summer. OTAs are OTAs are going. There's not much going on, but we got the finals. The Celtics are in the finals. We got something to talk about for at least the next week and a half. Yeah, I was gonna say. I don't know how long whenever, whenever be, game, whenever game five is, I'm pretty sure. So it'll be what six Thursday, Sunday. I'm saying Celtics in seven. Keith. Wednesday, Friday. Oh, Keith, Paul, Jesus Christ. Well, probably like fucking Monday. Brother. So game five. So like a week from. Yeah, a week and a half. Yeah, yeah I'm going week. Celtics in seven. He's going uh, Warriors in three. Oh, which okay. Is, just, hey, do you know what? Just go to the MGM Sportsbook in Boston. Just be like, I would like Dubs in three. 5,000 on the Warriors in three games. And the guy's going to be like, we can't take that bet. Oh, I think you can. <laughs> Listen, sir, I am here to donate my $5,000 to make a point. And okay. just record it and be like, I, too, like to live dangerously. <laughs> and the guy's like, okay. <laughs> Guys, like, uh, can we take this bet? Uh, all right, sorry, hold on. I'm gonna get my manager. We're gonna have to make this one up. Gonna, Austin yeah. Powers Four is coming in. They're I doing, heard. Yeah, I heard. Austin Powers Four. Yeah, I'm, dude. I'm wow. going to see. Uh, I'm going to see Top Gun Two tomorrow night, up in uh, at the IMAX in Randolph. Someone spoiled it for me. Yeah, I don't really care. I, I mean, don't want to hear nothing. It's, no. It's Top Gun. I was upset. Uh, I want to see it. It's F-18s. It's IMAX. I have really nothing. I mean, I'm pretty much going to be walking in. At half mast, and I will probably need to contact my doctor within four hours. Are they gonna play? <laughs> are they gonna play Highway to the Danger Zone? Ooh, I mean, good prop bet. What do you think? I mean, they they have to, right? They have to, right? I, I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a buck on that, yeah. And they have to show like the captains like sweating, like overviewing, like thinking, like, God damn it! I told them not to go to Mach Seven. What was it like Michael just, Ironsides? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. No, yeah. what was his name? Was it Michael Ironsides? I don't know. It's some tough ass name. 
That's a badass name, Ironside. Yeah, who was the cat? What was his name? He was fucking awesome. He was in a bunch of shit. Captain Colossus Blo- cool. You're right. I think now you're was, the best. Captain was, Blood Sweat. Yeah. 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 Going to Top Gun. He was the because uh, he was in uh, he, he played in the Command and Conquer games. Yes. Yes, he did. Yeah, good call. I f- fucking forgot all about that. Holy I think, yeah, shit! Yeah, it's gotta be Michael Ironsides then. Unless um, I'm... yeah, fucking. Either way, I want to go see it like next week. Someone did spoil a big part of the movie, and I'm like. Yeah, just leave it. Just stop. No, I'm not going to say it out loud. I don't know. We shouldn't even hover around it. I'm not a spoiler. The more more we hover around it, the the more I feel like I want to understand what's going on. Anyway, so we'll leave it there. We've got finals. We've got OTAs. Not a whole lot else going on. I mean, the the Raiders brought in Kaepernick for a tryout. Who gives a shit? Um, And then they constantly harass the Raiders. You're going to sign him now? And the Raiders are like, we brought him in to look at him. Like, what? Yeah, we looked stupid at to do this it. Was in the first a, this place. was we a looked, PR stunt. Thank you. We looked. We didn't like. We're moving on. This is why I did not want Josh. Josh just creates existential drama for no fucking reason. I still feel like I, I still feel like there's a great chance that Derek Carr will not be the Raiders' starting quarterback come opening day. What? I, again, I've said that like, since the moment they signed him. I'm like, Derek just, Carr's done. I just feel like like June first is going to happen like tomorrow, and all of a sudden we're going to get like reports like blockbuster trade. The Raiders are shipped Derek Carr to the Giants, and you're like, in return for what? They're like, nothing. Season tickets and <laughs> four deep dish pizzas. And you're like, they have huh? to from see from Little Caesars. They have to pay the electric bill for one month. <laughs> yeah, they're gonna pay the yeah. The Raiders have uh, yeah they they got rid of they they don't they, they don't owe oh, the Giants are gonna pay the the Raiders electric bill for the next season. I'm telling you, if Jimmy Garoppolo gets straight up cut. Josh McDaniels is going to be that meme of it's like sweating, like babbing his forehead with a napkin. Being oh, like, I have with to. the two red buttons. He's like, if Jimmy push. Garoppolo gets cut, there is 0% chance that Derek Carr will be the Raiders starter opening day. He's dead ass probably thinking, like, I got to bring back Tim Tebow. He's like, I still think he's got it. <laughs> yeah, I need six wins off the rip real quick. I need a man. He's like, I got Devontae Adams, and I got no one to throw him. <laughs> throw him the ball. Derek Carr's like, I can throw him the ball. And he's like, nah, fuck this. No, dude. you can't. All right, boys, on that note, I'm going to get out of here. We're going to get out of here. We'll be back next Tuesday night right here on the one, the only, the New Bedford Guide, 8.30 p.m. Make sure you give us a like and a follow over on our Facebook page. And uh, if you listen on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, feel free to give us a five-star review. Uh, Like and share. You can also subscribe to our YouTube page, which has every show we've ever done. Uh, Eventually, we will start getting some new content up on there, some different content, different stuff. Uh, but that'll probably be closer to football season because I got yeah. some ideas for that. So we'll we'll uh, we'll be there. Uh, but uh, other than that, gentlemen, thank you for joining me. This has been another edition of Row One Seat One. I am Joey Fads. This is Joey Fads Radio. We will check you all next week. Peace. Adios. Later.